0: Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast, your host Erica here, and this week we are going to talk all about shifting identities, letting go the old, making room for the new, and what we do in this season of waiting. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to up-level your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I cannot wait for this week's episode. This topic has been on my heart. I had an amazing conversation with some friends of mine about it earlier today, and I want to have this conversation with my community. So I'm really excited to get going. Let's start with something I am grateful for this week. Two things. First of all, I am so grateful for every single one of you. We are on episode 75. 75 episodes into the get part podcast and I am Just blown away by the support that I have by the community we are creating and i'm just so grateful For each and every one of you and I want you guys to know that so That's one thing I'm grateful for. And then honestly, another thing I'm grateful for may seem so small, but I just felt this deep sense of gratitude for them this morning. And that is my dogs. I love my dogs, Hunter and Boomer. They're wonderful. If you do not know, I might as well share. Hunter is a Husky Shepherd mix and Boomer is a Boxer Shepherd mix. And they are just so much fun. Boomer's the guard dog and Hunter is like the playful one and I just absolutely love them and I was just thinking about how grateful I am for them on my morning walk with them this morning every single day I start off with a walk with them and honestly it just brings my heart so much joy they're so great I love them they're so comforting I love dogs as you obviously can tell. I'm a big dog person. You know how a lot of people have like baby fever. I have dog fever. I always want another dog. I always see dogs and I'm like, I can adopt that one. It's fine. I want to love it. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. I cannot own every dog on the planet. Someday when I have acres and acres of land, I will probably have a ton of dogs. But that is what I'm grateful for today. And then what am I currently loving? So I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks, as you guys know, but I've also been diving into some new and some older music. So I am loving the re-release or the Taylor's version of Speak Now. Speak Now was one of my favorite albums by her. I'm not someone that would consider themselves a Swifty. I think I talked about this on last week's episode, though, and I'm like, I think part of it is because it just was seen as uncool after a while, and I really didn't get the huge Swifty culture. I wasn't about it. I really loved her first, I think it's three albums, three or four albums. She kind of lost me at Red. I didn't love Red. I didn't love the switch to pop as much. But I am starting to listen to her older albums like Evermore and uh, Folklore, I think. I'm sorry if I'm getting these names wrong. But the older albums, like the more recent albums, I should say, sorry, the more recent albums in her catalog I've been listening to and I'm really enjoying. So I'm loving Taylor Swift. And then this is a new but not new artist. So I've actually heard of Noah Kahn. A long time ago, because a good friend of mine, Emily, she loves Noah Khan. And I heard of him forever ago, but I didn't really know where to listen to his music. And I wasn't as into his genre of music at the time. So I didn't think much of it. But if you know him, he has been exploding in the music scene. And I just love his newest album. I love the song he did with Post Malone. I think it's Drunk Dial or something like that. But I also love his version, not the one with Post Malone. But he's just really good. I am loving the folksy acoustic vibe you know i'm a big fan of the lumineer so i've just been really loving diving into some new music some new music for me a new artist and yeah i just i love it it's been really fun and honestly it's been really good for me to kind of get more into music again because music for me is extremely healing i know it's not everyone's thing but i have always been a big big music fan so it's been really good now let's dive into this week's episode I have been really feeling this shift in identity. And it really came to a head this week for me in kind of a small way, but not a small way. So let me just share a quick story time and then kind of get into this topic. So what really spurred me thinking about this this week was I am actually gonna be leaving my job at the spa. By the time this comes out, actually the day that this releases is my last day at the spa. And I'm a little sad about it. And I'm sad about it because honestly, it's not necessarily by choice. I'm not getting fired per se, but essentially they're like, hey, we need people that can work more hours. So if you can't work X amount of hours, we're going to ask you to resign. And, you know, I have a big girl job. I got shit to do. I don't have time to work there more. I just don't. And so it was one of those things where I was like, well, honestly, what you would want would require me to give up every single weekend. And I'm not going to do that. I That's one reason why I left athletic training was for that work-life balance But it like really upset me and it upset me for a lot of reasons. One, because of course, I like the free gym membership. I like the gym there. And honestly, I'm not going to say I can't afford it. I can afford it, but it just wouldn't be a smart financial decision for me to continue on the membership on my own. So I'm going to not. And so I felt a little bit of loss there. And as well as honestly, it's like the main way I get out of my house. So I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) What am I gonna do? What like what type of person am I? How does this like what does this mean for me? And I think a lot of people are probably like Erica. It's literally just part time job. Why do you care? But it just made me really think about letting go, and this topic of letting go of expectations, letting go of what you thought could be, and that's why it kind of made me think about this concept of identity and what is your identity? How. Much stock do you put into it? And also, when maybe there's things that you want that aren't manifesting yet, what does that look like for you? How do you handle that? What do you do? Right? What do we do? How do we handle these things? Because I don't know about you, but I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of dreams. I have a lot of things in my life that I'm working towards that have not manifested yet. And that doesn't mean they never will. They just haven't yet. Right. And nothing's wrong with that. That's okay. But what do we do in this season of waiting? And so I realized that. For me, a big part of it is just learning how to let go, learning how to let go and learning how to not only let go, but to detach myself. So actually, this was something I talked about a little bit in ACOA today, this morning um, in a small group I do on the weekends with a couple other people, and it was really talking about that voice of that inner critical parent. I've talked about it a lot here on the podcast, but essentially how one way we can work through that inner critical parent voice is by detaching from it. And I think this concept of detaching from the identities that we have given ourselves is incredibly powerful. You know, last week I talked about women stepping into the feminine and how I really think it's this huge movement, this huge wave. You know, that was actually one thing I talked about with a few of my friends this morning. It was a great conversation. I'm so glad I was able to do that. Is this concept of letting go of the identities that maybe society put on us or that maybe we put upon ourselves? You know, how many times do you see those like memes on Facebook that are like, oh, I thought by 25 I'd have a house and two kids and a job that pays me a hundred K and blah, blah, blah. And for some of you, that may be the reality. And for others, it may not. And maybe your life does not look at all like you thought it would when you were younger at this point in your life, at this age in your life. And so Learning how to detach from the outcome has been something I've been working through a lot lately. You know, I turned 30 this year and I'm not someone that's necessarily scared of aging. I'm really not. I think it's beautiful to grow older. You know, I really hope I'm someone that can embrace the aging process. But I would be lying if I said, oh, my life is what I expected it to be at 29 years old. It's not. It's really not. Now, of course, a lot of that I think is just child naïveness, t- like naïve. T- how do you say that? I don't know how you say that. Insert word here. <laughs> Insert word there. But that probably was just me being a naive kid, you know, thinking that I was going to get XYZ thing by X time, as well as just big shifts and change that I wasn't expecting would happen in my life. You know, I... I think Kyle and I kind of talked about this in our relationship episode, like when you leave old relationships and start new ones and, you know, your life just becomes something that you didn't think it would be and how that's not always a bad thing. I mean, the changes that I've gone through in the last handful of years have been massive. And even the other day, I was talking about this with my therapist because we came to the realization that this past week I had my six year anniversary of therapy. Six fucking years. Like what? That's wild. That's crazy. And on one hand, I'm like, gosh, it does feel like you've been such a large part of my life for so long, which is true. But then at the same time, I can remember just like yesterday when I started working with him. And then it made me take a step back and think, wow, I am such a different person than six years ago. And of course, I would hope we are. But it really just made me realize how much can change in just like a relatively short period of time right? Because if you take a step back and you look at your life, six years, I mean, depending on your age, of course, right? But six years is, but isn't a long time. Like it is a long time, but at the same time, it's just a snippet of your life. It's just one moment of your life. And what that made me think about is when it comes to this concept of identity, how much can change in just a short period of time? Even like last week, we talked about how much has changed in the last year for me. And so what I've been really thinking about is how do I process this shift in identity? And I think the first step I do when I'm trying to process this shift in identity is just learning to detach from my expected outcome. Learning to detach is an extremely powerful tool. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Learning to detach is an extremely powerful tool. And it is something that can be really difficult because we, a lot of us, I shouldn't say we, a lot of people really attach themselves to the identity that they've placed on themselves, a mother, an athletic trainer, a wife, a whatever, insert like here. And instead of attaching our identities to the external we need to start learning to love the internal and realizing that your identity is just who you are in that moment and it can be malleable it can change it can flow and that is a really beautiful thing and it really gives you the permission to just go with the flow and to embrace the stage of life that you're in right so at 29 years old when i was younger i thought oh by 29 i'd be married i'd own a home maybe i'd have a kid and I am none of those things. I'm none of those things. I'm not a homeowner. You know, I moved around a lot. So it kind of makes sense that I, own, I don't own a home yet. And I'm not married and I don't have kids. And that's okay. You know, I, I am someone that I will say, I'm not gonna say I don't want those things. Okay, I do want those things. Don't get me wrong. The moment that Kyle and I eventually get engaged, I'm gonna be thrilled, right? I'm very excited for the next phases of our lives. But at the same time, I'm really loving where we are. I am. I love the phase of life that we're in. And I'm really trying to be present and grateful for it because I know that as soon as we get engaged, it's going to be wedding planning. And as soon as we get married, it's going to be kids planning. And like, it's just going to go, 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 go. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in the next phase. What do I do for the next phase and the next thing and the next step instead of just appreciating the present moment that we're in. So that's my next tip, my next piece of advice. So first detach from the expected outcome. Detach from the story that you've been telling yourself. The next thing is learn to just be present in the moment. Learn to just be grateful. And I think having a gratitude practice really helps with this because even if things are hard, like I've not been shy about the fact that the last couple months have not been an easy season of life. But at the same time, I can find something to be grateful for every single fucking day. So even when life is hard, even when life gives you challenges, Finding something to be grateful for and having a gratitude practice really can help change your outlook and change your mindset. And I highly, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. And I think it's really a beautiful thing to let go of the old to make room for the new. You know, and I was doing this meditation before this podcast because I was like, what do I want to talk about? I'm not 100% sure. And then I got the idea of like, oh, talk about this identity shift that you're seeing and letting go of these things that you wanted to do and wanted to be. And I, lo- I know this is like a very small example, but I even looked down and one of my nails came off and I was like, it's kind of ugly. Sorry, YouTube. But I was like, OK, what a great example of just like the body letting go, just letting go. Sometimes we have to shed our skin, shed the old to make room for the new. And actually, I would argue that if you don't purge the old, if you don't learn to let go, you're not going to make room for the new because why would the universe well first why would the universe give you more if you're not grateful for what you have one that's why i think gratitude is extremely important if you are not grateful for what you currently have there is no reason for the universe to provide you more of what you want sorry that's just my hot take i don't know that's how i feel second I really think that if you do not make room for the old, you're not going to allow the new in. So when I was thinking about this identity shift and bringing it back to, oh, well, I'm not working at the spa anymore. I was pretty upset about that. I was like, dang, like, I mean, it's not a lot of money by any means. (laughs) Like, it's not, it's like a basic part-time job, but I was a little stressed. I was like, oh, I do like a little bit of extra cash every month. Like who doesn't? Right. But as well as, just thinking about what does this mean about me? Does this mean something about me? Of course it doesn't. Like, no, it's just a scheduling thing. It has nothing to do with me. I know that logically, right? But then I realized, Erica, what are you trying to manifest? And to be honest, I'm trying to manifest a lot of things. I'm trying to continue to grow my career, grow my full-time job career, grow my podcast, grow my YouTube. There's a lot of different goals I have, right? And the first step was just realizing what is it that I actually want? And in the last like month or so, I've gotten very real about what it is I actually want. And I'm not going to share all of it with you right now, but I had to let go of certain labels and things that I think I thought I wanted because that's what society has been telling us lately. You want to be this, you want to do this, you want to have that. When I realized, no, I actually don't. Like my goals and my dreams and my aspirations are in this category. And maybe it's not what the rest of the world thinks is cool or what you should go after, but it's what I desire, right? So that's like the first thing. The second thing is realizing that I actually didn't have a lot of time to make those goals and dreams happen. I was rushed a lot. And I know, you know, how it kind of worked out at the spa is I worked usually two weekends a month, and typically, I would work like a Saturday afternoon and then all day Sunday. And I'll be honest, when you're doing that every other weekend, that's a lot. Now, not every weekend or not every time I would work would I work a full Sunday, but it was happening a lot. You know, I was working a lot more and I was working every other Thursday afternoon. So the weekday shifts were very stressful because I had to make sure I got my work done in time so I could get there in time and blah, blah, blah. And so that was stressful, one. Two, It was really stressful for me because on the weekends that I wasn't at the spa, I felt the pressure to get a ton of things done like around the house or chores or whatever. And so then I felt like I was never making time for rest. I was not making time for rest, but I also wasn't making time for the things that I wanted to pursue. I wasn't putting as much effort into the podcast as I wanted. I wasn't putting much effort into the YouTube that I wanted. I have all these goals, but I didn't feel like I had the time to make them happen. And so I was like, Erica no shit. The universe needed you to let this go. The universe was like, if you want these things to happen and I want to help you make these things happen in your life, if you want to hit these goals, if you want to get a certain amount of subscribers on YouTube or a certain amount of listeners on your podcast or your downloads or whatever, then you need to be able to put more time into it. And I need to take away the things that are distracting you. So sometimes I also want to encourage you that if you feel like things are going to shit, if you feel like, You're just getting obstacles thrown left and right. Maybe remember, are there certain things that need to be taken out of my life for me to reach where I want to go? You know, I see this happen a lot when maybe someone's not in the best relationship or someone's in a job that they don't like and it's keeping them stuck and stagnant. I mean, I've had so much growth since leaving athletic training and I'm not here to shit on athletic training. I'm not, it served its purpose. I'm really grateful for all the lessons it taught me in that season of life. It was a great experience and I'm so, so grateful for it, but it does not serve me anymore, which is why I really don't do it anymore. I don't even really do side jobs anymore. I might take on a couple just because I can do them on my own time and when I desire, but I had to let go of that identity. And it was hard because I went to school for it and I then was like, am I a failure? And I just want to say that if you have to let go of a past identity that doesn't make you a failure, it means you're just a human who's evolving. And I think evolution is a beautiful thing. I think growth is a beautiful thing. So if you're not getting where you want to be, maybe take a step back and think about are there things I need to remove from my life? Because honestly, if you're not going to remove it, the universe is going to do it for you. Almost always. or on the flip side, maybe it doesn't, you are, you'll are, you stay stuck and you'll stay stagnant and you'll get frustrated, right? And a lot of times, I think the universe, God, whatever, will take away these things that have a detriment on our life after we've been given several chances to do it ourselves. And when they won't do it ourselves, we'll either reach our breaking point where we have to or it's removed from us. And that can be a hard thing to swallow. I know that can be frustrating to hear, but that's where I really encourage you to take a look at what is the life I desire? What am I trying to do? What are my goals? And is my life aligning with who I wanna be? I know I say this a lot on the podcast, but I'm just gonna reiterate it because it comes from every different angle. Every different angle and like part of life that you are trying to grow in, if you are not making room for that growth, it's not gonna occur. Just like, think about a garden, right? You need to space the plants a certain amount of space between them, or else they're not going to have room to grow and prosper. So if you have too many things attacking you from all these different angles, or too many commitments, or too many responsibilities, or too much noise in your head, if you have too much going on, you're not going to make the room for that growth. You're not going to have the room for the growth. You won't be able to get where you want to go. So even though I was getting frustrated about certain things leaving my life that maybe I wanted to be there, I realized, you know what, I need them to be gone for me to get where I want to be so now I have way more time and I'm really grateful for that and I just realized I needed to let go of that one identity so that I could step into this new version of Erica that I'm embracing and that I'm loving so just remember to stay grateful stay present try to detach I know it can be difficult but I really recommend it and just remember that every phase of life is going to bring you challenges right right And so embrace where you're at, embrace the good, embrace the now. I really think that learning how to be present is such a life hack, such a good skill set. Everyone needs it in their life. That's just my opinion. And if you do not know the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, I really recommend it. It is a thick book. I'll be honest. It took me a long time to get through it. I know I've recommended it on the podcast before, but it's one of the first books I read in my spiritual journey. And it really just hit home the need to be present. And I think in today's society, we have so many distractions. And that's where, okay, the spa job was fun. It had some perks, but it was a distraction. It was a distraction. And so even though I'm sad to let go of that piece of my life, it brought me new friends, brought me new relationships. I'm grateful for that. But now I'm going to let it go, right? So just remember that. It's good to have goals. It's good to allow for that room for growth. It's sometimes good to let things go in your life, let go of old identities, let go of these commitments that maybe you have that no longer feel aligned. And also remember to act as the person you desire to be. So now I'm gonna have a lot more time to work on the podcast, to work on the YouTube. You know, I filmed a new YouTube video this weekend. I'm really excited. So actually by the time this comes out, check out the YouTube. I'm going to have a review of one of my favorite products that I've been using. I've shared about it in the what I'm loving section of the podcast before, but I wanted to do a full review on the product. I think it's an amazing health tool. So I'm really excited for that. And I'm excited to keep diving into these things that bring me joy. You know, a lot of people ask me, why do you do this podcast? And I'm like, because it brings me joy. Because it lights me up. So make room and make time to do the things that light you up and bring you joy. I really recommend it. It's a game changer. And just know that as we go through life, it makes sense that our identity is going to shift along the way. Why would you want to be the same person you were at 20 years old or at 15 years old? It doesn't make sense. Or maybe you're older. Why would you want to be the same person that you were when you were 25? Like we grow, we change, we shift, we evolve. And that's a very beautiful thing. So, that's kind of what I got to say about that today guys I know sorry I just kind of <laughs> threw a ton of shit at you but it's just been heavy on my heart and I would love to hear from you guys how are you shifting identities are you in an identity shift or are you feeling very grounded and present in the phase of your life you're in I want to hear I want to know comment below if you're watching on the YouTube if not maybe share this episode with me maybe share it on your social media and say what you love about it what you enjoyed I would really really appreciate that but now let us pull a chakra card. I have not pulled a card yet this week. So we're going to find out together what it is. Give me one moment. So I have my deck. I love the chakra cards. Actually, it was so funny because like I said, I meditated before I did this and I pulled a chakra card for myself. And guess what card I pulled? I call, I pulled the rebirth card and that just felt so aligned because I do feel like I'm in this stage of rebirth, in this stage of growth, in this stage of learning how to be the woman that I desire to be, right? And I think it's really beautiful when we can give ourselves that space. So it was just the reminder I needed today. So let's see what we got. Okay, I've now shuffled them a lot. I'm gonna just pull one randomly from the pile. <laughs> okay, so let us chat about this one we got. The communication card, this is going to be associated to throat chakra. I know we've gotten this card before on the podcast. I, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, this is going to be associated to a selenite crystal. And the throat chakra is really important. Like I said, this is the communication card. So maybe think about, am I communicating my desires, my needs? Maybe even think about the episode we just had. Are you communicating with yourself, your goals, your dreams? Are you communicating with the world what you want your identity to be? Are you communicating as the person that you desire to become? But maybe this is a reminder as well that are you giving good communication to those around you? Are you communicating well? But not only are you communicating well, are you listening? A big part of communication is learning how to listen, okay? And I do think that the throat chakra often is associated with speaking your truth. So maybe also think about am I speaking my truth? Am I living as my most authentic and aligned self? You guys know. That is a huge goal of mine on this podcast is to help you step into your most authentic self. So think, am I in my truth? Am I speaking the words that I want to speak? Am I communicating in a way that is aligned with me and my goals? Think about those things today. Maybe think about, is there a way I need to increase my communication with my friends, with my family, with my community, maybe your boss, maybe at work, whatever the case may be. But the communication card is super important because it's the reminder that we need to speak your truth, to know that the universe has your back, but also to remember that a huge part of communication is listening. So don't only get stuck speaking, speaking, speaking. Think about how can I make time to listen and to take in what people are communicating with me. So I hope that makes sense today, guys. Thank you so much for being here, for listening. You know you guys mean the world to me. That's why I'm so excited to have just even more time To spend on the podcast to grow with you all and to keep spreading the word about the Get Empowered community. So, if you guys want to share it with your friends, your family, it means so much to me. You know, one of our community members this week shared with me how she met someone and she shared the podcast with, and I'm just so grateful when you guys do that. So, thank you for sharing with me that you did. You know who you are. But whenever you share this with someone, you know, let them know where they can find it. You can find it on Apple, Spotify. YouTube. I'm loving YouTube personally. And I'm just really grateful for each and every one of you. So if you have certain topics that you want me to touch on, maybe questions you have, maybe it's a spiritual Q&A, maybe it's human design, astrology, or personal growth, please let me know. I would love to hear it. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I hope you have a wonderful week and do not forget to stay empowered. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you wanna hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.